What's up, y'all? All right. So listen, we have a new opportunity so you can be loyal increasingly <laughs> to the Corner Store Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon account. Talk about David. Where can people find us on Patreon? Patreon.com slash Corner Store underscore pod. And this is a way where you can support us each and every week. Uh, there are, you know, very... Uh, affordable ways to support the corner store. It gives you a multitude of options. You could support the snacks, uh, stop Max from coming out of his pocket every week uh, to you know feed people in the corner store. And you could also be a part of a live studio broadcast if you wish. There's a lot of things in that Patreon account. Uh, Tar, where can people find that one more time? <laughs> Patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. Y'all, please consider becoming a Patreon a patron of the corner store. Uh, thank you for your support. Karma David, you're eating yogurt I am out the Uber. No, not while well, well, I got out of the Uber. Yeah, exactly. We're not in, uh, we're not currently <laughs> recording <laughs> in, in an Uber. Although terrible. Yeah. It was really bad. Especially if we did like a, uh, we recorded an Uber pool, especially like downtown during rush hour. Not is actual hell on earth. Not the kind of engagement we're looking for. No, <laughs> um Charles, we uh it doesn't stop never and uh I'm, I'm so excited about the guest we have in the building because it's my first time meeting him but i've been a fan of the work because i've seen it in the streets of chicago for years oh really yeah a uh, very talented uh graffiti writer and writer um also has sent me poems um and a s- skateboard no. no that wasn't you in that photo okay. no yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, i wasn't sure um but someone who uh whose work you can you can you know see in these streets yeah um yeah sunny is uh is in the corner store thank you for being here yeah thank you thank you for having me welcome yeah man um excited of, of course we have uh some snacks from you uh that i uh i procured i knew you were gonna say procured yes um i can feel it uh, from one of the places where I uh, have employment. And so um, they don't know that I took these snacks, but for <laughs> you, we have some uh, 100% whole grain French onion sun chips. That's uh, awesome. Sunny sun chips. You see what we did there? So we're not going to shout out. Yeah, no, we will. Supplier. Yeah, we Oh, uh, oh of, of the sun chips? Mm-hmm. My employer. I don't know. It, uh, also, they have miraculously they have uh, Pocky. Uh, is that the correct pronunciation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, it, and their so. their logo is to share happiness, which is yeah. yeah okay. I'm I'm down Thank with that. Um, we of course are always uh, you know excited to have. Uh, we would be excited to have. We have a Patreon account, so people could help sponsor the snacks. Yes. Um, but also, any aspirational snack sponsor out there, you know, want to lace us with like. I'm I'm enjoying. I, I got to find the kind of protein bar that I'm currently enjoying. But uh, we should, you know, maybe, oh. we'll, maybe we'll talk to them. Yeah, because I eat like one of those protein bars like a day. I feel like. Oh, what is it? I, I'll find out. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Sunny, um, thank you for being here. Uh, I'm excited to chat with you. Yeah, and, me too. And uh, I guess just to begin, you know, you you are where are you from? I'm from Chicago. Right. Born and raised. Born and Northwest raised. Side. Uh, Northwest Side. Um, Okay, what uh, what what neighborhood? Belmont Cragen. Okay, all right. So yeah, yeah, yeah Belmont Cragen representative. Yeah. Uh, so what 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 is that neighbor? What's that neighborhood like? It's uh, it's fun. It's chaotic. Um, I. It's pretty much my life right there. Yeah. Yeah. 
the that the juxtaposition of those two yeah i feel like that is also the the light that's like the uh manifesto of a graffiti writer right like yeah fun, fun and, and chaos yeah, <laughs> like, uh, it's true. right um what, what do your, your your folks are there or yeah they are um that's just pretty much where i grew up since i was a kid uh, i moved around a lot in that in the neighborhood different neighborhoods okay um i moved i was in hermosa i know at one point i was by humble park but i don't remember that because i was a kid when that happened um i lived over by like uh let's say like belmont and pulaski i'm not too sure what neighborhood that is mm-hmm. that's a good but yeah. up there it's all north northwest side so right yeah and what do you what do your folks do they my dad just works he yeah. he's a he works at a warehouse um he used to be a cook for like over 20 years and uh where at uh, in greek town oh wow yeah okay uh the place close now it was right on the corner right on uh hosted in jackson uh-huh um yeah is he greek no he <laughs> does know greek though does he yeah from working wow. in greek town? yeah that's facts that's yeah. crazy it's He's really cool still yeah yo so he speaks English, Spanish, and Greek. Only from that's working in Greek town. Yeah. That's some Chicago shit, though, yeah. too, yeah. right? Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah, Greek town obviously has changed so much, like all these neighborhoods, really. A lot. Yeah. Well, Greek town is not big. But it used to be like Greek. Is it on uh, Augusta and. Uh, no, wait, there's, a, there's a Greek spot there. Yeah, I know that's what you're what talking I was about. Thinking. But no, no, no. This is like uh, near, the, near UIC. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know? Um, and then really kind of partly is like the West Loop expansion and UIC's expansion helped to kind of also oh, erase yeah. some of that area too. You yeah. know? So you had a lot of Greek food growing up? Yeah. What was your favorite? Um, he would bring home this like uh, chicken, this Greek chicken with rice. Um, it was really good. It's I'm just, not really sure what it's called, but yeah. I just know it was good. <laughs> I just feel like so many cultures have staples like that, you know, rice. Yeah. Rice and, and rice beans, and yeah. rice and whatever, yeah. yeah, chicken. That's that's pretty dope. And your mom, what would she do? She's a stay at home. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, always been, always been. Yeah, that's pretty cool having moms in the in the building. Yeah, yeah. Um, and siblings? I have one. Okay. Yeah, younger than me. Okay. Uh, eight years, about eight years younger than me. And what do they, what do they do? Um, he just graduated high school. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Congrats. Salutes to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, of course, you, um, you, you are. I, I, we're, you know, we're interested in, in your life as a graffiti writer, and uh, you know, want to know kind of how you got started. How did I get started? Well, it was maybe about around two thousand. Um, it just kind of, it just kind of came to me, really. It was, uh, I was, I remember I was walking the sixth grade um, on Fullerton. I still remember the, the streets. It was Fullerton and Lamont. And um, I was going home after school. I was walking with my friends. I looked up, just randomly looked up at a rooftop and saw a big filling. And that, I just thought it was really cool because I was already drawing. I've been drawing since, really since I can remember. Um, maybe like third grade, second grade, and uh, that just really caught my attention. You don't remember who it was? Actually, I do. It was a FIK crew. 
Wow. It was a FIK film. Wow. Yeah. Filling Kings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So it really stood out to me. Um, I used to also go to a grocery store with my parents, this like uh, Hispanic grocery store. And um, they used to have graffiti magazines of uh, Mexican graffiti artists. It was it, they came from like Mexico or something. Wow. Yeah, and um, I saw it, and I remember I asked my parents for some money to buy one, and after that I was buying them monthly, and I would just look at the graffiti, and I would try to like, you know, draw kind of the same kind of letters, and it all started just me doing my name, and it just went from there. And now you you had a, a I mean you you write Sunny now right yeah S U N N I E in the day you had you had a different name yeah right you didn't start with that name I didn't no right so how did how did you I guess what name or names did you have and and I, I think we want to know how you got the name Sunny yeah so um, I wrote Pew P E w that was my first name i actually don't even remember how or why i thought about writing that i just not for religious reasons no i just you know i didn't even know what it meant sure i think i just liked the letters yeah and i put them together and i was like well all right pew Uh, i did that for a while um mostly like neighborhood and high school things just going around different like neighborhoods and alleys and hitting up little dumpsters and stuff like that and uh then I just changed it. Um, I changed it to P-A-W-E, Powie. I had that for like a year or two. And um, from there, I changed it to Sunny. I don't know why. Actually, I don't know why I changed my name, but I did. And I picked Sunny, I guess, because I felt like maybe in my life I had a lot of like just chaos and it always felt like i had a lot of bad things happening and sunny was more like a, you know sunny the sun you think it's like it makes you smile it makes you feel good and yeah i just picked sunny was it because because that to me that's kind of like your disposition you know i was just thinking that right it's bright also you're just like smiling like you've been smiling the whole time yeah so yeah, and even people like, tell me that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even the interla- interactions we've had online have always been like really, like very, like super friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so I always just thought, like, yeah, that was kind of like indicative of your personality. Yeah. But but you you refer you've referred a few times to like the chaos in your life. I mean, West Northwest Side Chicago kid. You know, that's you know, I, we could imagine like what was going on around or in your life that you were or you know dealing with. I guess um, it's weird. For a long time, I guess I, growing up, I always felt like I didn't fit in in like certain circles. You know, like when you go to school, there's like just different circles of friendships. And I felt like I never really fit in anything. But I was cool with everyone. I just wasn't a part of an actual group. Um, I guess at times I just felt kind of lonely and um at the same time, seeing, like, everything you see in a neighborhood growing up, um, a lot of violence. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, well, so, so at what point did you begin to kind of mature as, as, a, as a writer, as an artist? I mean, when did you begin to kind of 
take it seriously or were you always and you you'd said prior for us before we got on the mics you said you'd also stop for a little while yeah i did uh it was on and off uh when i first started doing uh my first name i guess i was still trying to learn it i didn't know much about it i was trying to you know figure out what a tag was a fill was and an outline and all that so you know because we get asked that question a lot and i think it's probably best coming from a writer what even those uh you know the names you just, what can you break it down a little bit about like you know to define what you know a tag a fill all those yeah what, what, what that means well a tag it's pretty much when you just write your name real simple and no, it's not the big bubble letters or nothing like that it's just you grab a marker you write your name wherever kind of the and, quickest yeah. way to get up really. and yeah the easiest you can do a lot of them and get up everywhere pretty much um an outline is pretty much bubble letters that's i guess someone that doesn't do graffiti would think of like a oh, big bubble letters um without any color inside of them it's just the empty outline and then a fill is when you actually fill it in with color and if you want to add anything extra to it which is kind of how i know your work really for for fill-ins yeah. you know for like like very colorful multi-colored fill-ins that have shit in the background a lot of <laughs> stars and other things kind of happening in the background too graffiti you know in my experience listening to writers talk about their process it's you know especially for if they've started as young as you started they also have been brought into crews or you know been mentored by older writers or you know damn writers damn near their age maybe with more experience was that your experience um yeah well when i started writing i i was just doing it i guess on paper and once i got to like eighth grade i met some other kids in my school that uh were they were doing it too and we actually ended up going to the same high school together so um i started at foreman high school and um that's how i we kind of got together after that they started like their own little crew and what um, crew it was ntu nfo okay um i was a part of that for a while one of them one of the ones that started it actually turned uh to an r mm-hmm and um, that's how I met uh, Usum. I met Usum and um, Big L and a few other guys. Nice. And uh, yeah, I was, I guess, pretty much just learning from them. Right. That that process of, of graffiti mentorship has always been something that I've been fascinated by because it's young people teaching young people. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I mean, is there, there, obviously there's no... I don't know. I don't know if it's a formal prop, but like you just look at other people's work. They, I mean, you go on, they, you go on like kind of like a bombing mission with them. Like, how does that, if, if it was like a university, how would that curriculum look like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess it kind of just happens because at the same time, you guys are friends, but you kind of look up to them at the same time. Right. So it's like, okay, they have a certain style and I want to do kind of my style like they do it. And, uh, we just influence each other pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're really, I mean, I guess it could be where they're actually teaching you. Right. But uh, I feel like it's just a lot of influence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Being around it. And yeah. you kind of step your game up because of who you're yeah. around. And then once you start getting out, 
out of your neighborhood because at first I feel like it usually starts in your neighborhood and then you eventually start moving to you know like from an alley to an avenue and from an avenue to a bigger neighborhood and you know you start spreading around and you start seeing other people and once you start seeing other people you get even more influence and your style kind of starts to change and you see like someone go really big and it's like okay i want to go big like that or i want to go colorful like that and yeah who who are some of the people who when you were that age you know who who were inspiring you or who continue to inspire you man there's there's so many um i've i guess at the same time even though i do graffiti i've always been like a fan of graffiti you know and there's just so many people um off the top i would say uh i would see a lot of uh, temper jack uh no teeth big l use um a lot of two and r and kwt i know they went to form in a lot of them went to form in high school that i know and uh i've seen a lot of them i've seen uh aom edsk so it's just so many yeah no there's there are a lot of great writers in the yeah. city for sure so at what point do your parents begin to know that you're doing it? I guess they just saw me sketching a lot at home. and then, Letters. Yeah. Yeah, the same letters. Yeah, over and over. And um, my par- um, my teacher actually had to call my parents for like a parent conference because I would always draw in class. And they would take my sketchbook away and my mom would have to come pick it up. Or else I couldn't get it back, and that's she would tell her. Damn. Like, yeah, that's lame. <laughs> I know. Snitching you can't just like teacher. put me in detention and then or just in art school, <laughs> or like right. in art class or something. I don't know. I feel like the my suggestion is probably more real world than just uh, true yeah. <laughs> going to art school. But. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, well, I saw on your Instagram that you do, I guess, more like canvas or some canvas work too. Yeah, I do. I mean, it definitely reminds me of Jackson Pollock, which is like the poorest uh, comparison I can make. But just off the top of my head, like the drip technique, right? Yeah. Um, it's crazy because a lot of people have told me that. Yeah. Who uh, else does that? Any other? I, well, you know, it's, it's funny because some of the graffiti writers I know, some of my favorite graffiti writers who take their practice to the studio kind of utilize the drip, but it's the drip from the spray can as opposed to the drip from a paintbrush. Um, I don't know what, you know, techniques you're using, but I, I, I feel like that's fairly that's dope though yeah right i, I think that. so too yeah yeah um that's how it started actually from that's where it came from yeah you know um i used to really like the the drip tags um i remember back then when uh a long time ago we used to use griffin with the with the dipstick mm-hmm. and you see the drips and the drips was just like it was so cool to me yeah and it just turned into that so I I make a drip like not really I don't call it drip paintings I call them splatter paintings. But it's from the can or from No, it's actually um paint uh, acrylic paint. Oh okay. Yeah. Brush and you kind of are Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. which is like uh, Jackson Pollock used right, like similar flicking, technique. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that you know you know when the like the drip yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, which I always think is fascinating when there's aspects of you know, smaller as like micro aspects of graffiti that come into the artist studio practice. I always really appreciate. W- w- did did you? I I imagine you went from the streets to the studio. Yeah. Yeah. When when did you begin to make that transition? 
Not mm. not that it's a transition because you're very much in the streets now, but um, when, yeah, when did you begin to kind of mess around on canvas with acrylics and paint brushes as opposed to cans? And- uh, I would say around uh, 2011. It was when I established myself as Sunny. Pretty much, um, I was a uh, I was making canvases for people with like their names. You know, someone would come up to me, hey, can you do my name or can you do my son's name, my daughter's name for their room? So um, I was doing names on canvases and one day I just did some a little bit of splatter on it and then I just kind of, you know, started messing with it and I liked it and I just kept doing it. I, I actually stopped that for a while too. I've been on and off with art for a while. I guess just life, you know, dealing with life and having to work and all that is well because you said you you said i mean even before you you got here you said you just came from from the gig yeah right and so what do you what do you do i uh i work a nine to five yeah 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 i guess you can't really tell us what that is right? <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, right yeah um what what field is it in can you tell us that office office job. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's interesting, right? Because you like, you know, Sonny is a, is a, um, a gnome de plume. Uh, you you you, you know, we wouldn't ask your real name, but but you, graffiti writers. I mean, you're like Clark Kent Superman, right? Like, I mean, you you have like the day nine to five gig, and then how often are you at this point? I mean, I, I see you up a good amount. Yeah. Like, how, how often are you going and practicing and making art um, now? As much as I can, really. Almost every day, pretty much. Right. I mean, I carry something with me every day, whether it's like stickers or... Right. You have, you have shit on you now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I see I see with stickers a lot now, yeah. but also like I see tags and hand yeah. styles. Um, so, yeah, every day. But you, I've also, I mean, the, the way that, I, the, what I first noticed from you are these very colorful, very big fill-ins. Um, that takes planning, I imagine. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like I see you primarily alone, uh, at least the work alone. So, you know, a lot of writers will go in at least, you know, I mean, people go by themselves, but. Yeah, don't often, you need a lookout? Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. People will go like in clicks, duos, you know, crews. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you're, if you're doing that or if you're just going at it solo, but I feel like when I see it, I'm like, this was made alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I just have a little system, but I mostly go alone. I guess probably because um, I'm not like in a crew. Yeah, you know. Um, usually when they go in pairs, it's like crew members and stuff. I'm not in a crew, so yeah. And why? That's because you are more of a introvert, isolated. He kind of said he was a loner earlier. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So kind of, yeah. We're both I mean, I'm cool. Too, so I'm cool can. with a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people like that that do it too, but I usually keep to myself. You know, there there could be like a lot of drama as well with it. I I stay away from it. Does it take you? How long does it take you to like do? Because some of them are pretty filled in and big. Yeah, um, I would say about seven minutes or so. What? Ten minutes. That's crazy. That's the amazing thing about the yeah. form, right? Yeah. I mean, you get these like you know. You know, beautiful, well rendered yeah. pieces, but but part of it is like the pra- frequency practice, with which right? you make. Yeah. yeah, so you can do you know like you could do to to do a to do a uh, a throw up, right? Yeah. How long does that take? 
Yeah, um, less less than t- about ten minutes or less. It okay. depends on if I'm adding a lot of color or not. Right. Or, yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. Depends if I. But have then just to, doing a tag. Uh, yeah, just a tag, a tag is like a few oh, seconds. That's, yeah, yeah, that's quick. Yeah, very quick. Right. Yeah. And so at this point, like, how many a day? Um, I don't know. I don't keep count really. Okay. I just kind of go. But and, I mean, because I keep up on the, your IG too. What uh, what is your IG, by the way? Uh, Sunny Riffic S U N N I E R R I F I C. Yeah, Sunny Riffic. Because you 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 know even on even in the store you'll post sometimes like the stickers the you know the the the, the tag the quick tags like yeah. um, which is really interesting. But so you're always prepared. Yeah, pretty much. Right. I I have to be. Right. Yeah. And then are you still actively? sketching like in, w- in what ways are you continuing to, to practice i guess uh I, I do sketch i sketch um i'm trying to do a lot more uh, canvas work my goal is really to like get into galleries so that's that's what i've been doing a lot lately i do my graffiti and then i do my canvas like abstract work yeah and is it uh, i mean i imagine you know even back to what you said initially that dichotomy between fun and chaos that there is um an adrenaline and and uh, I, w- I would imagine must be a fear to be a graffiti writer uh, particularly in a city like chicago um that is so uh you know has treated has criminalized graffiti mm-hmm. you know has has been um you know has has criminalized the young people who who continue to beautify the streets you take that on every time you you put something up in public uh yeah. how you, you nerves of steel like what how do you how do you deal with uh that constant chronic reality um i guess i just tell myself just do it and you're not gonna get caught that's what i usually tell myself um yeah i just go yeah yeah have you you've been caught i have yeah a very very long time ago. Okay. When oh, I was so infrequent. In, yeah, when I was in high school, um, it's like over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which and it was, it was really, it was like, it was nothing. I got caught for a really small tag, but uh, yeah, they just, I was trying to tell them like, hey, come on, it's just a tag, let me go. It's my first time, but uh, they they didn't want to let me go. Right. No. <laughs> they really don't. I mean, they hate on they do in the city. Yeah, they do. Now, I what I hope, what I think, and I think all of us have a lot to do with this is that there's you know there's such a almost a fetishization of street art and murals and and even graffiti to some extent in this city and cities around the country around the world increasingly that I hope it's part of what helps to make a legal shift mm-hmm. in in how it's seen I mean. Chicago considers graffiti a class A felony. Yeah. Right? There are murals everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the same techniques. I mean, yeah, you know, so and, confused. And, well, and it's just, it's obviously, it's like constant appropriation of youth culture, of, of the culture of working people, the culture of young people of color constantly. Um, but right. I, I, I wonder if we are in a moment where it's also maybe beginning to shift because people see the outrageousness in this kind of criminalization, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it is. I, I know you can see a lot of more uh, what people call street art now, a lot of permission walls. Uh, I know um, f- 
Flash helps out a lot to like um yeah the with Flash the, ABC yeah uh, with the Project, Project Logan. Logan yeah so um he helps you know all graffiti artists to do it legally so yeah and how do you feel about that about because I know that sometimes there's also a conversation in the graffiti community about permission walls and some people scoff at them some people think it's not graffiti at that point I like it I I think it's cool um. I personally think that you, at some point, you have to move from the street to permission walls. Or I feel like you know a lot of graffiti artists they they grow as an artist, and a lot of them become like you know they they start doing paintings and galleries. So it changes. You're not. It's like. They won't always be in the street. I mean, some may still do it yeah. here and there. Some do. Yeah. Some stay out there. Yeah. and uh, But I, I like it. I, I like permission walls. I haven't done any yet, but I will. Yeah. I mean, all the pieces I've seen of yours have been, you know, I what I don't presume to be permission-based, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I love that. I'm a fan of that work, you know? And, and I, I mean... I don't think that it changes once it becomes permission. I think to give people the permission to take their time, to innovate their form is important yeah. and is a progression in some sense. I also think that there is like a real integrity to and a beauty to, to what you do, you know, on, you know, the daily, on the nightly. And, and, and I also believe in the necessity of, of that as a way to give people continued democratic access to art, you yeah. know, um, particularly in spaces and education systems where arts programming is so, you know, radically underfunded in some communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I just, I love, like I get amped when I see your work and it, you know what I mean? Like, oh <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I stop yeah. my car. Or, like I stop what I'm doing. I'm like, yo, let me go catch a flick. Cause I also don't know how long it, it's going to last. Yeah, know? that's true. I might last one day. Um, I had one that lasted like, five hours damn do the, you mean they just whitewash it then or whatever? yeah the buff came and yeah. the buff, buffed yeah. it you just had a piece though go um your a piece of yours was on the news yeah <laughs> right. so how did what, what yeah but tell us that story a little break that down i didn't even know it was on the news someone tagged me on it on instagram and uh i guess it was a construction site yeah and, um, I know where the spot is. I, I don't want to give out the spots of where you paint because, yeah. right? I don't. That's why. Also, if anyone's listening, don't geotag your graffiti spots or anything like that, yeah. right? Don't give people secrets away and shit. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a construction spot up on like the north side, and uh, I guess there's been like break-ins on construction sites where they're stealing um, like their tools and all that, wow. and that's why they were on the news. Oh, okay. Uh, it was like a big amount that they stole. So, you know, the They thought they were, were linked or something? No. Oh, okay, it was okay. just that that's where they were recording and yeah. it just happened to be in the his, background. Yeah, I his feel piece like I know the where backdrop. it is. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was very cool. Well, yeah, man, it, you know, it, it's always a pleasure to see your work and it's, you know, it's been a real privilege to hear about it. Yeah. Um, where Again, one more time, uh, you know, where, where's the best place to see your work? It's on IG? Yeah, on Instagram or the streets, really. True. Uh, give out your, your IG one more time. Uh, my Instagram is sunnyrific, S-U-N-N-I-E-R-R-I-F-I-C. Bet. Well, Sunny, thank you so much thank for being you. in the commercial, Yeah, thank man. you. It's been thank a pleasure. Thank me. you.
to thank our super producer, DJ Cashera. WDN boss man, Todd Manley. Shout out Ernie the Engineer. And of course, Max the Snack Tour. All day. On IG and Twitter, we are... Corner Store underscore pod. Please y'all rate and subscribe on iTunes. Tell someone to listen to the Corner Store. And if you wish, you could also tell us who we should have on the Corner Store. Yeah, just you know, slide in our DMs. They're open. A great way to support us is through our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. And you can, you know, support us in our future endeavors and, you know... Get some benefits along the way, and it's like the little change jar, like yeah, you, that, know. you know, in front, little, like at the corner store. Right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. If you if you listen, please support, and uh, we really appreciate your support. Thanks. The corner store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits. <laughs> <laughs>